Hi there. Thank you for connecting with me and subscribing to Living the Sky Life podcast. I hope that the content of each episode brings you hope, connection, and some valuable takeaways. The Special Needs Parenting Village is large, so you should never feel like you have to travel this journey alone. Please connect with me through my Living the Sky Life Facebook page or Instagram account. And let's keep this conversation going after each episode airs. Thanks again for tuning in for season two of Living the Sky Life. Welcome back to Living the Sky Life podcast. Today is a solo episode with just me. Um, I want to talk a little bit about holidays, celebrations, but specifically Christmas since it's just around the corner. This will be the last episode of 2020. I don't know about you, but I will be glad when this year is over. I'm going to take a few weeks off and then I'll be back in January 2021 with some more incredible guests and many more episodes. So today, obviously, like I said, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the emotions that parents of special needs children may or may not be going through. Hopefully, many of you can relate to me um, on this subject. It's not as easy as we probably make it look of navigating the holidays, birthday celebrations, but specifically Christmas when you have a child with special needs. It's constant year-round tugging at you as a parent when you're trying to make everything special for everyone in your family. If you have more than one child, you know that you know, birthday parties, we try to do just as special of birthday parties for our neurotypical kids as we do for our special needs kids. Christmas, all other holidays are no exception. Ever since the kids were little, I have always tried to make sure they have the same number of presents, even though Skylar has never shown an interest in gifts of any kind or unwrapping anything at all. But I always I guess in my mind, I was always thinking that if Kendall was noticing, she might notice um, that Skylar had less presence than her. He had two and she had 12 or whatever. Um, or, you know, if she didn't notice it, I knew it. And I guess I just have always had the guilt of a mother that I just want everything to appear as normal or as equal um, as possible in all scenarios. And if it's something that I can control, which is quite laughable to say out loud, because clearly I have no control over really anything, especially when it comes to autism. But if I could control the situation and make sure that in all appearances sake for my kids, that everything was quote unquote normal for us for Christmas, I for sure was going to do that. So, I mean, I guess start with decorating. Take decorating, for example. Most people started decorating this year, it seems like, the day after Halloween because everyone is sick and tired of being quarantined in their home. And, you know, maybe I guess people think that bringing the trees and the lights and all the decor out will bring joy a little bit earlier than waiting until after Thanksgiving. I don't know. I enjoyed seeing all the pictures on social media of everybody's trees and houses lit up and all of that stuff so early into the um, holiday season. But with that came the normal stress that comes every year when it's my turn to decorate and to start celebrating the holidays. I think it came out a little earlier because 
all of the pictures on social media came out earlier. But I, every year I wrestle with, do I get trees out and decorations out? Do I decorate the fireplace mantle? Do I get out all of my Santas that I like to put around? All of those things. And every year at the end of the Christmas season, I say, you know what? I'm going to keep it really, really simple. I'm going to just put out a pre-lit tree with new ornaments and um, just call it good. My daughter's old enough now. She doesn't, you know, believe in Santa anymore and all of the excess that doesn't really need to, to happen. And so I'm like, that's it. I'm going to make my decision. I'm going to save myself the anguish of yelling at Skylar for touching the tree and not just touching, but I mean tugging the tree, um, constantly smacking the tree, pulling ornaments off, you know, pulling down all the garland off of the mantle, all the things that I work so hard to set up, he destroys very, very quickly. But every year, when it comes down to Thanksgiving time, I go to get the little skinny pre-lit pencil tree out to put in the living room with no ornaments. And I see the tubs of all the Christmas decorations. And I think, you know, maybe this year it'll be different. Maybe he will give, you know, complete disregard to the ornaments and to the decorations and won't care about it. He'll be on to something else. And every year (laughs) I am never surprised when the minute he gets home from his ABA center and he sees the Christmas tree up and the mantle decorated and all of the things, he goes right towards it and immediately smacks the tree, tugs on it, almost pulls it over, takes the stuff off the mantle, just starts right in from the minute I finish and he sees it, he destroys it. And then I get upset. And every year, my husband very calmly and (laughs) as politely as he can, he shakes his head and he looks at me and says, you know, you knew this was the outcome, right? I mean, you, you know, every year we yell at him to stop touching, open your hand, leave the tree alone, quit hitting the dog, all the things. And every year I give him the same response. I want a little bit of joy in my house, damn it. (laughs) Like I want to be able to enjoy some of the things that are normal and I refuse to give them up. I don't want to live in a house that we can't have anything decoration wise around Christmas time because Skylar can't handle it. I don't want to live in a house that is dictated every move we make by our 17-year-old son who can't keep his hands to himself. You know, so when I set all of those decorations out, I at least have gotten to the place where I am okay if he ruins it all. I'm okay if he breaks things, throws things. Um, You know, I may have to buy a new tree every single year, but I want to decorate. I want to have some things out, not just for me, But, you know, even though she doesn't really say anything for my daughter, too, I don't think she should get robbed of a quote unquote normal Christmas because her brother can't handle those decorations being around. Um, And it probably sounds stupid. They're just decorations. It's just things. And it doesn't really matter in the scheme of things. But I still go back to that guilt of a mom. And I don't want my daughter to 
think back on Christmas when she's older and has kids of her own and she's like, gosh, man, we, for many of the years I can remember, we didn't even have a tree because, you know, Skylar couldn't handle it or, you know, he threw my Christmas presents or all of those things. It just breaks my heart that those could be the memories that she has. So as much as it pains me um, (laughs) to see him destroy the things that I put out, Um, and I do yell at him, even though I say every year, I'm not going to, I'm just going to let him tug on the tree and I'm not going to say anything. I'm human. Uh, It's a normal reaction to tell him to stop. Um, he just looks at us and then keeps doing it. So, you know, clearly he's winning, but, uh, (laughs) that's just one piece of it. The other big, you know, item that I really struggle with every year. And I feel like it robs me of the joy of the holidays and the true magic of Christmas. Um, I love, love giving gifts. I love grabbing angels off the angel tree and fulfilling wishes of other kids. I love hosting people here, even though we don't do that very often because it's chaos and I don't think anyone probably has a relaxing, enjoying, enjoyable time here. But um, And I love picking out what I think are the most special, thoughtful, perfect gifts for my family and my daughter, son, and my husband. So the dilemma always is Christmas morning. I don't know if any of you struggle with, you know, your kids with special needs opening gifts, not wanting to open gifts, not really participating at all in Christmas. We have never really seen Skylar show any interest in Christmas. He doesn't open gifts, as I said. He um, usually needs to be put in his stroller so that we can open gifts. If if he's allowed to just run around, it would be, oh my gosh, Tasmanian devil amount of damage. And, you know, throwing other people's presents and kicking and all of that. So we at least have figured out to put him in his stroller and We give him his gifts and, you know, I even struggle with that of what to buy him, but I want him to have something to open and, you know, I don't want him just to sit there and watch us opening gifts because I feel like that's mean that he's left out. So therein lies the problem. Do we open gifts with him and assume that he understands everything that's happening, that he um, understands that Christmas comes with all of these decorations, it comes with presents, um, all of that? Or do we open all of our gifts with him not around and therefore enjoy the holiday with each other and not have the spectacle of Skylar causing damage and chaos around? And the idea of that really breaks my heart. I just, I don't ever want him to feel excluded, left out. And again, I don't want my daughter to see that we've excluded her brother. You know, she may enjoy it now because she can have a peaceful Christmas morning and open her presents without him ruining any of her new things. But, you know, in the big scheme of things, I I don't want that to be the memories that anybody has of our Christmas. So I've debated about this year after year after year, and we continue to just have him in the stroller, down with us, opening presents, um, and just kind of muddling through it the best that we can. And, you know, through this podcast and all the people that I've met, I've had the great pleasure of meeting some moms who have 
kids in their 20s, um, in late teens, Skylar's age and older, and I have leaned on them so much lately for advice. And as a matter of fact, we had a Zoom call this morning, um, and this topic came up of the holidays and of Christmas and how they manage with their their sons, um, happens to all be boys, um, on the spectrum who are at the same severity level as Skylar. And they all had said to me that they went through the same debacle um, in their families and they just felt so stretched thin and angry and frustrated around Christmas time, which is exactly how I feel. And I hate feeling like that because I love this holiday and all of the meaning behind the holiday but I'm so stressed out, I don't enjoy any of it. And I just want it to hurry up and be over because I want life to get back to our normal, you know, routine without all this extra stuff. And they both said that they finally found peace a few years ago when they decided as a family to open the majority of their presents on Christmas Eve as a family after their son had gone to bed. And then they, you know, could enjoy each other and their company and their their opinion, I mean, they know their children best, that their sons didn't really understand Christmas and what was all involved. And there were, you know, there wasn't really much missed with them personally not being involved. They didn't like to open gifts either. They didn't really understand anything that was going on. So they felt really good about that. And so after lots and lots more conversation, I gave it some thought and I talked to my daughter and my husband today and I said, you know, what would you guys think about kind of doing something like that, maybe an abbreviated version of that on Christmas Eve? And they both really liked the idea. Um, We all agreed that it would be best for our family to leave a present or two for everybody under the tree, including Skylar's. And then Christmas morning, we could each open our one or two gifts that are under there Um, remaining, but make it more about him and just kind of, you know, the excitement of Christmas morning and all of the opening of the gifts and all of that stuff and really focus on him and have him open his first and all of that. And I really like that idea. I really like the thought of the three of us getting to do a, a meaningful Christmas and go slow and watch each other open gifts and laugh and, you know, just have a good time with it. And then also celebrate the joy of Christmas with Skylar the next morning. He can only handle a couple gifts anyway before he loses it and wants to just get away from there. So I think it's the best of both worlds. So we're going to try that out this year and see if it if it works and if it helps all of us <laughs> to be a little happier on Christmas. So again, I don't know if anybody can relate to that or if you guys have the same struggles and you're constantly trying to figure out how to make everything perfect for everyone. And I, and I think that's my biggest problem. I just want everybody to be okay. I want everybody to feel included. I want everybody to be happy. Um, at the sake of myself, it's so stressful trying to make everything perfect and to control every aspect of every situation for everyone. And I end up feeling almost like the Grinch because I'm just so over it. I'm over all of it. And like the day after Christmas, all the Christmas decorations come down. I would love to leave them up through half of January, but I just, I can't 
do it to myself. <laughs> and I just, I don't think we, our family could tolerate many more days past the, the day after Christmas for all of that stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully this is a solution. We only have a couple more years with Kendall here before she heads off to college. So I really want to figure out a system that works for all of us, um, you know, so that we can start a new tradition and start a new family way of doing things that would make us all happy. So we'll see. Remains to be seen. But in the spirit of the um, the Christmas tunes and the Christmas holiday, I just kind of redrafted um, one of the songs, the 12 Days of Christmas, to um, the 12 Days of Autism in December. So I guess I'm not going to sing because you guys don't want that. But uh, <laughs> to the tune of the 12 Days of Christmas, I present to you the 12 Days of of autism in December. So on each day of December, autism gave to me 12 hours of Elmo, 11 pull-ups need changing, 10 ornaments he's throwing, 9 medicines he's taking, 8 car rides to nowhere, 7 hard smacks to the dog, 6 walks we've taken, Please leave the tree alone. Four Qdoba bowls, three days of sleepless nights, two exhausted parents, and his favorite cheeseburger with mashed potatoes. Sorry I didn't sing it. Probably would have been better sung, but I just, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't think you guys wanted me to do that. So anyway, I'd love to hear feedback from any of you on uh, my Facebook page or Instagram page about Christmas and any suggestions you may have and how you guys celebrate um, the holidays and try to make sure that everybody has a joyful time. And um, maybe if you have other solutions to gift opening um, that has worked for your family, I would love to hear it. So again, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook on Living the Sky Life, our autism trip, um, and uh, give me your feedback. I'd love to hear it. And I will see you guys again in January on Living the Sky Life. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Living the Sky Life and will tune in for the next episode coming soon. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Living the Sky Life podcast within Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play so you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback, and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for listening.